You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Welcome back to The Quest for 100. As the wonderful voice always says, I'm Brian, joined by Justin. Hello. What's How's, going on, Brian? Uh, I mean, sitting down here with you to record another podcast. Well, that's that's a good start to uh, this podcast, I guess, that, the fact that we're recording it. Um, yeah, it typically is. Yeah. Yeah, we've been... we've Have we had anywhere we didn't record to start? Uh, we have had to redo some starts sometimes. Don't tell them that. Well, that's okay. So behind the scenes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> As we uh, always do, uh, we are back for another episode. Episode 44. 44. Pretty crazy that uh, we are We're almost a full year into this thing. Almost a full year. Uh, the, the two numbers obviously are 52 with 52 weeks. But 50 is a big number too, which means we're halfway to uh, our one of our goals at least. Yeah. And that's pretty exciting. We're, we're closing in on that. Uh, I, I want to do something special for, for that episode. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, I know. I, I have some ideas that I'll run by you. but okay. uh, Can't wait. Yeah, well, we got to do something different. We got we got six weeks left, so yeah. we got some time we to think about it. A little bit of time. Yeah, but it is September twenty fourth mm-hmm. on this recording. Yeah, on this recording, publishing a few days later. Yes, but, and you might be listening weeks, months, Maybe years later. Years. Whoa! Can you imagine decades? The future. Yeah, listening to us. But September twenty fourth will always be known as. Jim Henson's birthday. Indeed. I didn't know that, but no. Yeah. Now you know that. <laughs> I don't know if you knew you wanted to know that, but that's part of what this podcast is. Yeah, we're talking Muppets today, everybody. Uh, in honor of the late Jim Henson. This this is an exciting topic. I, I'm curious to dig into the past here, uh, learn some things there, and and we'll obviously jump into some stats as per always, but then the the, the Muppet debates and delusional thinking is sure to be a little silly and fun so yeah. I'm, I'm excited yeah what have you been up to since the uh, last time we talked well i actually did something somewhat athletic and i played some softball oh, on okay. uh, friday night yeah uh i it's been a couple years since i've played yeah uh so to get out there and i was a little rusty but i made a couple plays in the field had a couple hits couple runs and then I um, so I did that Friday night. Played some golf again on Man, Saturday. You're just a regular. I I, I guess uh, I did not play as well as I did the the prior time. Okay. I, I shot a one hundred and one, but okay. I'm happy with a one hundred and one typically. But uh, it was it was a little bit tougher course. I see you're you're rocking the Pinehurst. I am polo too. I am yes. You're just all in. I I guess I don't even. I don't even know it yet, but I, I'm trying to be. Wow. But, yeah, then uh, I basically died after that because I am so incredibly sore from two straight days of moderate activity. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's bad. I need to start mm. doing something. But I Sunday night, I, I was just in so much pain. You know, and what my suggestion for this week would have been was actually working out. 
Mm, that, yes. that was my going to be my podcast suggestion, but you came oh. up with the, the Muppets first, and so I, <laughs> I felt like that was a, a more yes. timely thing. Yes, uh, though they both are a little timely in terms of how I am sore from working out, but uh, but I need to actually do some workouts so that yep. I'm not sore when there's moderate activity. <laughs> <laughs> How and, about you, Brian? Uh, the 30s are... 30s are, are coming quick. Yeah. <laughs> they may already be here. So I um, went to a rooftop bar cool. in downtown Seattle, which was cool. Very nice. bougie. Not my scene at all. <laughs> I was going to say, bougie and Brian go well yeah. together. <laughs> so that was interesting. That's all I was really... it for a, an occasion or just to grab some drinks? Uh, it was just an ev- event that oh, okay. I was attending, and and so it was it was all right. Okay. I mean, it's an interesting event, uh, an interesting place, kind of what you would expect it to, to from a Seattle rooftop bar. Yeah, but also not exactly what I would expect because <laughs> it's kind of more. It felt more California to me than oh. it did Seattle. Interesting. In terms so very of, West Coast then? Yeah, a West Coast. Like Santa Monica rooftop bar is what okay. I felt like it was in terms of who was there and the vibe. Okay. Was it too sunny? Is that also part of it? Uh, <laughs> Did you need more gloomy weather? No, to... no, no, no. Okay. No, no. Just, just like just the people. what people were wearing yep. and okay. drinks that they were ordering and all that kind of stuff. But then I also, because I felt like I needed to do a little bit of research on this, mm-hmm. I watched the Muppet movie. The original? Yes, the original. Awesome. And yeah. what was your... Had you, one, I've seen, had you it, seen before. it before. Okay, so I've seen, seen it before. before. And I think it's actually, it's a very good movie. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great movie, yeah. but we'll get into, you know, all of the backstory behind a lot of this, but I, I didn't realize it when I had first seen the movie like really what was going on and okay. so now it makes a lot of sense yeah. what actually was going on it yeah and that will probably maybe touch on this from here here and there but the the muppets i think are very different just like a lot of other child films or or shows are for both adults and kids and you know I, it's interesting to go back and listen to some of the the, or see some of the visuals or, or listen to some of the audio of just the Muppets and be like, oh, wow, that, that joke never would have landed with me as a six-year-old, right. but, you know, now I get it. Yep. <laughs> like, that's yep. pretty funny. Yep. So, yeah, that, that that's cool. Uh, I, I did a little research myself um, watching the Muppets 30th anniversary show. Okay. Uh, it was on YouTube. Yeah. It was a full hour. And man, I felt like I was living in the eighties. They had all the commercials that were still there, oh, wow. and like it was true old stuff. Yeah. But they like revisited some of the like really old stuff, um, which you'll get into, uh, I'm sure. But it was it was like a time warp. It was cool though, and and I got some laughs, and and uh, it was it still kind of still fits. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, let's do some uh, Muppet news. We take you now to Kermit the Frog at the scene of another fast-breaking news story. So, Justin, my Muppet news, I don't know if you really can call this news because it's fake. Fake? I mean... You're bringing fake news to the news? uh, Kind of, kind of. (laughs) I mean, it's real if if you're a Muppet, but... um, Oh, okay. So, Kermit the Frog, obviously, he's, he's, you know, 60, almost 65 years old. Yeah, getting up there. Yeah, 
getting getting up there in age. He has an Instagram account. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, so Kermit the Frog uh, on Instagram. But I actually found this on Men's Health magazine, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But Kermit recently Instagrammed that uh, it was a photo of him with a dumbbell and in um, workout gear. And it says, I've been working out a lot more lately, but it's been tough. Not because of the exercise, be- but because it's hard to find four ounce weights. Frog <laughs> biceps were meant for hopping, not pumping. <laughs> so that's that's exciting. Yeah, and apparently that deserved a Men's Health magazine. Story. <laughs> why? Why not? I mean, maybe they're they're just digging for something. But yeah, and it, well, and apparently Kermit did a an actual interview for Men's Health <laughs> back uh, in 2011. Okay, it's uh, what what his secret is to. Uh, being fit and healthy for more than 50 years in showbiz it's quote not wearing pants is part of my secret <laughs> i can't st- stand any clothes that bind plus they tend to get damp in the swamp but of course as a frog i get away with it you might uh, you might want to be more discreet when going pantless as for staying in shape i swim laps i eat healthy although i do have a weakness for going through the drive-through and getting a large order of of flies, and okay. I run a lot, usually while being chased by an enormous pig. Okay, yeah, I uh, as as a uh, as a small aside, there is a very quickly moving trend, I would say, in non-real influencers and non-real people on like Instagram and Kermit fits the mold perfectly. I mean, he's got a a perfect, like he's got a very um, intentional personality that he can, I mean, he's can stay relevant forever. Yeah. Um, So that's, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I didn't know he had an Instagram and I probably will start following him. He has 354,000 followers. (laughs) Good for him. With only 200, uh, 202 posts, which is wow. pretty good. We should uh, reach out to Kermit and see if he'll mention our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kermit. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, my news is coming in from The Wrap. And it actually, uh, so this is from the last month, but Disney Plus, we've talked about them in some of our other Episodes. I think Marvel was one of the most uh, recent ones that had it. But they've ordered a new short-form Muppets series titled Muppets Now. Uh, The streamer announced at the D23 Expo. The unscripted series is set to premiere on, uh, on the service in 2020 and will feature celebrity guests, of course. No other details on that were shared of who would be there, but you can't have the Muppets without celebrities. And ABC's take on the Muppets was a mockumentary-style series with uh, a more adult-oriented slant on the Jim Henson's character. So this, uh, the Muppets, was the most recent one that kind of failed. And you, yeah, um, but that one was a more, again, a more adult-centered one. Uh, premise of the show was that Kermit the Frog split from his longtime love interest, Miss Piggy. Uh, and the pair was forced to continue to work together on the fictional late night talk show up late with Miss Piggy. 
Um, so there's there's not a ton of details on what Muppets now will be if they'll follow the you know heavier adult trend or if they'll have a little bit more uh, kid centric because it is through Disney Plus. But I'm have a renewed sense of excitement for this. Uh, I would not have been excited for this until I started doing research on the topic and got fully immersed in Muppets again. And so I'm excited. And I uh, I actually purchased Disney Plus. Um, just because of this? Not because of this. Oh, oh. Uh, mostly because of Marvel. Uh, okay. But there's a lot of great content that's coming to yeah. it, so I'm, I'm excited for it. All right. Well, uh, let's drop some knowledge. So as we normally do when we drop some knowledge, I am the history guy and Justin is the stats guy. So we'll start with some history. One day, maybe we'll switch it up and do some stats first. But maybe for the fiftieth episode. Oh boy, that might <laughs> they'll blow, blow their minds. Yeah, blow people's minds. <laughs> but we'll start. Uh, you know, we mentioned it earlier, but Jim Henson was born on September twenty fourth. He was born in nineteen thirty six, uh, and he created the Muppets uh, in nineteen fifty five. So he really wasn't even that old when he yeah. started creating them. Yeah. Uh, he was working with him and his wife Jane, and it was actually you talk about the audience that it was it was targeted towards. And originally, when it was created, the Muppets were targeted at an older audience. And really, I mean, to the most part, today they are yeah. still targeted at an sure. older audience. Uh, they first appeared on Sam and Friends, which was a sh- short form TV series in the Washington D.C. area. Yeah. And uh, Kermit the Frog and Rolf the Dog uh, started to appear in skits and TV commercials starting in the 1960s. Have Have you seen any footage of the Salmon Friends in your research? I, I or before I saw a little bit, but I also did read that because it was live, there are very few recordings mm. actually of the shows. Okay, because in order to record them. You had to basically record the sc- a screen. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so so they were running it through. Huh. Yeah, the cameras. Interesting. Yeah, I just when I was watching the the thirtieth anniversary, they had some clips of it, and they they're kind of creepy, as you'd expect. I mean, it's fifties yeah. puppets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kermit's pretty similar looking. Yeah. So but there's some weird ones. So when they first started, Kermit was actually made of a coat and ping pong balls for eyes. Half pink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Rolf uh, became the first Muppet character to regularly appear on a network TV show when he was appearing on the Jimmy Dean show, which I don't even, I mean, it was hosted by Jimmy Dean, but I don't don't know that I knew that show existed, but. I didn't know it either, but uh, yeah, cool. In 1966, Joan Coney and Lloyd Morissette began developing a children's educational TV show and they approached Henson. And so in 1969, Sesame Street premiered. Nice. And the Muppets became a vital component of the popularity of this show. Um, And so they kind of took off from there. Um, In 1970s, they actually appeared in the first season of Saturday Night Live. Um, in the Land of Gorch segment, mm-hmm. which I had no idea. I've never seen any footage from that. Yeah, um, I'm also not sure if it was successful or. Mu- I, I, I don't mean, if it only if it only was in the first season, yeah, then it probably wasn't. Yeah. So. Uh, 
the Muppets Valentine's Show and the Muppets Show Sex and Violence aired on ABC in 1974 and 1975. You're giving me a well. It's just I don't. It did. I don't tie the two together. (laughs) I don't imagine Kermit talking about stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So both both of those pilots were uh, saw a little success, and so then after that, a a gentleman by the name of Lou Grade approached Henson, and they co-produced a series called The Muppet Show which actually first aired in England in 1976 so the original Muppets got their start their big start yeah. in England Yeah. okay that uh, show once it came to America ended up being nominated for 21 Primetime Emmy Awards and it actually won four of those uh, and it only lasted six seasons which I was a little surprised that it was so short for mm-hmm. how long lived they the life they have. Yeah. Um, but then they really started to make all their movies. So it's it's kind of funny if you think about it. It's uh, it's almost like I don't know. I'm comparing it to an SNL cast member where it's like, hey, we're we're on the show for a number of years, and all of a sudden we're gonna make it big and make some movies. Yeah. And it was less that the show didn't work, and maybe it didn't um, by its by the end, but. I think they were like, yeah, let's let's just make some movies and and yeah, live I think, off the merch. I, I think the show, once it came to America, it oh, after it went to Europe uh, and then came back, it was successful uh, because it had a lot of stars and and similar to that um, SNL type of theme with you know getting a host every week. There was a host and yep. And there was some rules around the hosting, so no one could ever host actually twice. Uh, but when you got to host, you would be able to host with your favorite character. They made sure that you were in in the scene with your favorite character. Um, so there's some interesting things that I found out about that. Yeah. But in, in 1979, that was when the Muppet movie re- was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that was shortly followed by uh, The Great Muppet Caper and... Muppets Take Manhattan in 81 and 84. Um, And these three films received a total of four Academy Award nominations. Um, And then in 1989, Henson entered negotiations with the Walt Disney Company. And so again, we're talking about Disney and, you know, one of our topics. Um, And Disney preemptively started building attractions at Disney's MGM Studios at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. The merger was actually canceled in 1990 when Henson passed away. Uh, but because they had preemptively started building these things, all of the the uh, rides were in production and so ready to go and contracts were signed and everything. So Muppet Vision 3D debuted in 1991. Okay. Disney also co-produced the fourth and the fifth films um, that, that were produced with the Muppets. But then I, I found this very interesting that in, in 2000, the Jim Henson productions were sold to EM.TV and Merchandising AG okay, uh, for $680 million. What? Yeah. What year was this? 2000. 2000. And is that the, is that the rights to the Muppets to yeah. use them in however they want? Yeah. So it's not owned by Disney? Well, here's the thing. So, 
stock collapsed for this company and the family oh, reacquired everything in 2003. Oh my gosh, did they like reacquire it for like pennies on, of what it was? Uh, they didn't it didn't say. I bet they did. If they just got a tank, they're probably selling their everything off. So they probably sold at a maybe not peak but like super high valuation and then the company tanks and then they get it back for a bargain and then probably sell it. So so then they they ended up selling uh Disney finally acquired the Muppets in uh, 2004 for 75 million. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no way that they, they they made. Oh wow, that is yeah. Well done, Henson family. Yeah, well done. So in 2008, Disney started to reintegrate the Muppets back into mainstream uh, and and show them more more often, which meant in 2011 we saw the uh, Muppet movie reboot and they were trying to bring back the characters. I've never seen that one. I don't know if you've seen the new one either. No, I have I have not. Um, we didn't feel like it was worth spending the time to... No, no, that's not it. Sometimes <laughs> these things are hard to find. So uh, some of the interesting facts that, that I found was that almost all of the Muppets are left-handed because the operator is typically right-handed and so the operator would use their right hand to move the head and their left hand to move the arm that is a cool fact yeah uh i knew that kermit was left-handed but i didn't know that most of the the muppets were that's that makes so much sense but who would have uh, thought that not me not me uh, Fozzie Bear was named after puppet builder Faz Fakis, uh, who created the mechanism so that Fozzie could actually wiggle his ears. Oh, he invented that? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. And then, then the last one, uh, which I had no idea, but Frank Oz. Does that name ring a bell to you? Yes, it does. Do you know why? So... Uh, it it came up, it it came up in research, but not necessarily anything that I saw and like l- really focused on. So I'm I'm I have a couple guesses. One, he uh, was one of the more famous puppeteer guys. Yep. Uh, two, he is he a music artist? Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, so that's probably not it. Yeah, I'm what, just gonna, what other puppet do you think he was a puppeteer for? Uh, outside of the Muppets, Big Bird? No. Oh. Well, and Barney? I think this is the voice. No, this no, is the it's voice. Not Barney. It's really the voice. Um, I don't know. So Frank Oz is the voice of Miss Piggy, okay, Fozzie, okay, Animal, okay, and Yoda. Oh, that's probably why I know him more from. Yep. Is some connection to Star Wars. Yep. Huh. So think about that. Miss Piggy and Yoda are the same person. (laughs) 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 Huh. That's pretty cool. Voice actors are the best. I'm uh, I'm impressed with what they can do. I mean, Jim Henson... Did a ton, a of, ton characters. of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you you look at The Simpsons and Hank Azaria. Yeah. You, you know, there's so many. Um, I mean, I listen to audiobooks too, and they just like paint this world of characters. Like, what? You're the same person saying like yeah. 20, 30 different voices. Yeah, and I can barely do one voice. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, on the stat side of things, at its peak popularity, The Muppet Show was the world's most successful televised comedy syndicated in more than 100 countries and dubbed in 15 foreign languages, including Mandarin, Portuguese, Polish, and, of course, Swedish for our um, Swedish chef. The uh, 250, two, sorry, 235 million people were tuning in uh, for their weekly dose uh, at the peak. Um, of the show as you mentioned uh the muppet show ran for a handful of seasons for 120 episodes and you also mentioned the the four emmys which is pretty impressive given that they won four of the six years that they were running eight muppet movies were created you mentioned a handful of those overall they grossed about 452 million dollars um, oh, that's not very much it isn't, but the costs weren't all that much either. So, you know, they made out on it, I guess. And they have, they're, they're just everywhere. That's, that was the thing. I think in, I mean, you guess you could say that the 70s, the 80s, 90s, you know, they're, they're on TV, on, um, on movies and, and some other stuff. So anyway, uh, there are 3,215, at least documented Muppet characters. Yep. 967 characters um, in the Muppets franchise, 1,761 in the Sesame Street Muppets, I put in quotation marks, and then 153 Fraggle Rock characters. Um, There have been 2,056 documented celebrities that have uh, been around during those times and been hanging out with Muppets. Uh, this one shocked me. Uh, one thousand one hundred and eighteen Muppet songs. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, I don't think they're, they're they're certainly not original songs, but whether they're singing a duet with an artist or they're singing their own songs, that is a lot of songs. No wonder you put what, that question into our friendship yeah, test. Yeah, right. I that felt like I had to. There were so many of them. And then uh, a couple fun facts. So uh, Kermit the Frog has been puppeteered by three different actors and voiced by five, Jim Henson being the most notable one. And speaking of Jim Henson, he, as his passing, or I guess his his uh, estate, is worth $20 million, which uh, is kind of surprising considering how much he was selling those things over and over again for uh, or at least his family was and there is a ton of debate over who is the best Muppet and we'll talk about this ourselves in our friendship test that we'll get to but they um, so there was a uh, survey that went out to 12,569 people I'm trying to find the source but I can't find it and they had a tournament bracket, and after uh, a week or so of voting, they came to the conclusion that Gonzo is the most loved. Muppet. What? Yeah, 
I was a little little shocked that he's getting that much love. I mean, he's lovable, sure, but he lost or he won in the championship to Kermit, which deserves to be in the. He must have had an easy bracket to go through. Well, he he beat Animal in the first round. Then he beat Miss Piggy, which oh upset. Yeah, and then he beat the Swedish Chef to make it into the. There's a lot of love for the Swedish Chef as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, the top four, uh, if if you were curious, were Kermit, uh, Fozzie. Is it Fozzie or Fonzie? Fozzie. Fozzie. It's Fozzie. Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear. Um, so Kermit versus Fozzie, and then uh, Swedish Chef versus, versus Gonzo, and Gonzo won in the championship against Kermit. So anyway, wow. so that was, uh, I thought, just like a fun little thing to, to segue into our friendship test here because I want to I want to talk about the same similar topics we just become best friends yep so my first question before we get into our favorite here because this really sets the framework so if Jim Henson Studios makes them them in quotation marks are they Muppets so Sesame Street Fraggle Rock uh, I'm trying to think of other notable ones. Those are the, probably the most notable uses of Jim Henson's work. Do you consider Big Bird a Muppet or Oscar the Grouch a Muppet? No. Uh, well, okay, Big Bird I think is a different... Sure, okay, take Big Bird out of it. Oscar the Grouch, Ernie and Bert, whatever the Fraggle Rock characters' names are, do you consider them Muppets? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what's your gut? What's your gut tell you? And granted, you've done some research now, yeah. I, and, and I want your opinion, not what it actually is. I, I don't know what it actually is, so that's why I'm trying to give my opinion. Okay. <laughs> but I would say, I would say, no. Okay. I would just say no. I, I don't think they are Muppets. The Muppets are the people who are have been on the Muppet show, and th- all the other shows are their own shows. Sure. Okay. Um, before I give you my answer, oh, Kermit was on Sesame Street. Does that mean that he's but different? He, he he wasn't always on Sesame Street. He had a pretty strong role for, I, I don't know how long he was on it. Uh, I'll look that up, but... He he was a prominent role. Like he he brought the news. I mean, we heard that in the in the segment. I don't remember that part. <laughs> um, I don't remember watching Sesame Street. Let's be honest. Okay, well that that's fair. But uh, anyway, so so tell me I'm wrong. You can just tell me I'm wrong. So you're technically wrong, but I'm with you a hundred percent. So I technically. A Muppet is any, uh, I think, uh, or at least what, I'm, what I've am what i read and researched, and this is why I wanted to put it there, is that if Jim Henson makes it, essentially, you know, if they're, if they got a hand up, up their butt, <laughs> they're a Muppet, and I do not, like, I'm very adamantly against that. If you're on Sesame Street, if you are Burton Erner, you are not a Muppet. You're, you're something else. The Muppets are, like you said, they were on the show, they were in the movies, you know. Anything other than that is a crossover. Yeah, because so like Sesame Street, it says right here. So 
Kermit the Frog, unlike most of the shows, he was never property of Sesame Workshop. Okay. So, yes, he may have been on Sesame Street, but he wasn't their thing. Yeah, but but that's that's the that's the weird thing though is cuz he created these the all of them, right? That that was my interpretation is that he has made all the or at least most of the characters on Sesame Street, he has made most of the or he's made Fraggle Rock, he's made all the Muppets and or at least his his group or whatever has. Yeah. So it's just there's this very firm opinion that I have that I'm just not willing to budge is that they're not all Muppets. And there are people that, you know, rightfully so, are, make the case that, no, they they literally are all Muppets. There's no difference between them. They're the same. They're just different characters on a different show. Um, and they're all Muppets. I, you know, anyway. We can re- respectfully discuss agree we, with we can popular opinion we can um and or we fact do, we do, <laughs> we do or fact we will disagree with facts yeah uh here on the quest yep um so justin what muppet are you most like of all the muppets what which one do you think you're most like so i want to switch this up spur of the moment which one do you think i'm more like <laughs> <laughs> okay i was actually thinking about trying to do this um if you had to, if you had to pinpoint one, and you can yeah. look at my last page if you need some inspiration on some visuals, um, I I have one that that has has popped in my head for you. I don't know why. I have one for myself, but I'm curious if you oh, would choose shoot, the what's same. What's um, Scooter. Scooter. Yeah. <laughs> That's who. That's who I peg you as. You know that what's really funny, <laughs> and I wasn't even thinking of Scooter, but I was nicknamed Scooter at one point <laughs> in my life when I was like a little little kid. Yeah, I don't know if that was because of of the character Scooter. Um, and now I want to look up Scooter's actual uh, look. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if that's intentional. Maybe my hair was a little a little curly at, at one. Th- it was a little curly at one time. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Um, no, but I've been told by multiple people uh, that I am Kermit the Frog, and I th- maybe it's hmm. part of my certain parts of my personality. Maybe it's parts of my voice as well. I don't I don't know exactly the thing, but for whatever reason, people interesting. M- not just one person. Like I've had multiple people. Yeah. Compare me to Kermit. Um, huh. Yeah. I mean, I can, yeah, I can kind of do a voice, but. Right. Oh, oh. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> okay. But oh, not that God. I'm doing that very often, but I, I felt like if I'm going to be Kermit that I have to have. Yeah, you have to learn I the have voice. a little bit of a voice. Okay, okay. Um, uh, do you want me to pick for you, yeah. Brian? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I just thought of this now, so this is hard to, to pick, but I kind of put you as. <laughs> Not not so much the whole personality, but uh, but Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle. He's he's uh, he's a little bit you know. Uh, he's got a deeper voice, and oh, you know he's yeah. a little bit more. I don't know if it's polished or what it is, but I gotcha. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say the patriotic side of of him is your personality, but 
the uh, I think there's some personality matches there. Discipline, well, demeanor. Yeah, there you go. What 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 would you say for yourself? I was gonna say Fozzie. I feel like I'm okay. I don't know. Yeah, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, I, not not Fozzie. Uh, Rolf the dog. Rolf. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I could see Rolf too. Yeah. Um, Rolf's a, Rolf's a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. That's that. That's that's fun. Okay. So what's your what's your favorite? You now that we've talked about this, what what's your favorite Muppet? I mean, it's it's hard to. It's hard not to go with Kermit the Frog, right? Yeah. Like, of all of them, it, especially nowadays, like he is, he's mainstream, right? Yeah. Which one thing we didn't even touch on is the the whole Kermit the Frog meme with the drinking the glass. I yes, I almost I almost brought that up as what is the best um, meme for Muppets, and I couldn't find a better meme. Other than the Kermit the Frog drinking tea. Which is funny because that only came out in... Recently. 2014 yeah. because it was a Lipton commercial. Yeah. I, I thought it was part of a movie or something. Like, no. It was actually part of Yeah, a I remember commercial. the commercial. But then, yeah, it was shortly after where the um, it became a, a meme. And, I mean, it's a pretty well-used, well-known meme. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't find another one for that. But, yeah, he's... He's mainstream. He's he's uh he's got big personality, but he's not like as crazy. I think there was a there was a uh scale or a um what are those circle charts? I'm blanking on what they're called. By uh, I forget what they're were they crossover? Oh, Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yes, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Um there's a Venn diagram of like personalities. Yeah. And and Kermit kind of has this more grounded humanistic traits to him but then he's you know he can still be a little silly and he can still be all those other things like a true muppet but then you have these other ones um that are just super out there and uh not humanistic um kind of almost alienistic in some ways yeah i i also i'm gonna have to throw in the uh uh statler and waldorf Mm -hmm. Uh, i i just old guys are always good they're always great yeah yeah well, this is this is actually kind of funny. I I mean, I I do like Kermit uh, a little bit just over the time. He's just a good character. But I thought about it, and I actually think my favorite character is Ralph, which okay. is really funny considering that I said my favorite character is Ralph. You said you feel like you're Ralph, and I've said, you know, and I'm Kermit, and you said I'm like Kermit. So, or I've said I'm like Kermit. So. You know, maybe that makes sense for this podcast to happen because yeah. we're our favorite Muppets. Because um, <laughs> that's the whole purpose. Do you have a uh, Do you have a favorite song, uh, Brian? You know, do when you... you put this on here, I, I I couldn't think of enough songs to okay. like. I I will say, and you don't have to necessarily have an answer for this, but I will say for songs, if you ask me, name your favorite Muppet song off the top of your head, I would not be able to tell yeah, you any songs sure. nope. but last night when I'm watching that special I knew the words to like most of the songs that were played Really, you know I think the most the, one of the classic ones is, is the Manamana song that's a uh, do, you, do you know what that is? No. Oh jeez Manamana Manamana yeah that song like that's that's a pretty popular one that's them? yeah yeah that's them up I think they're popularized by them. 
uh, if if not the actual Muppets. The actual theme song to the show, uh, the theme song to the movie, uh, is very catchy. I was again, I was finding myself just singing, like the, the. I can't sing it right now, but when it's like the tunes going, I can yeah. kind of sing along to it. So yeah, after I mean, not just because I watched the movie last night, uh, the moving right right along song that they kind of sing throughout the the movie. Move, is it like moving right along? Like, is it like quicker? Uh, oh, now I'm. I didn't watch that movie, so I didn't. I've seen it before, but yeah, yeah. So it, it it's tough to pick a favorite song, but there uh, there's a lot of great ones, and you know, thousands of, or a thousand of them. I don't know if "Manamana" is my favorite song. It's the first one that comes in my head when I actually like do think about it. But it'd probably be the the Muppet Show theme song, like when the the Muppets first come on. Uh, I think that's I don't probably even know what if I've ever seen an episode of the Muppet Show. Which is probably going to kill Listener X, since he was the one who suggested this topic. I mean, it was an older show. Yeah, but still, it's still going to like eat at him. That 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 just showing. I our think age. that. Oh yes, if he wants to be eaten by that, then that's fine. <laughs> um, that we're just not old enough. But at the same time, I think where it doesn't make sense is when we're not cultured from our own time. <laughs> that's where. You know, can be troublesome, but uh, oh, uh, I mean, he he got he got bent out of shape over the MTV, which MTV when Thriller came out was not our time. So yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I just wanted to put on. What are we listening to? Can you hear? It? I don't know if the yeah. listeners can hear it, but. I no idea. <laughs> nope. Well, was not this a Muppet is, this show. This is probably person. what would be my. And I'm sorry, I I didn't watch the Muppet Show, but they, uh, but I knew the songs, and I don't know why I knew the songs. Maybe it was from the movies or what, but, but yeah. Anyway, well, Justin, uh, are you a uh, Sesame Street? Muppets or Fraggle Rock person? So definitely grew up with Sesame Street. Yep. Got to give some love there. Yep. But I think it's Muppets for me. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock was not something that I was ever into, but I believe that my older siblings were. Uh, They were about 10 years older than I was. Um, And I think that was popular. I could be wrong, but I think that was popular in the 80s. Whereas the Muppets were around so Sesame Street in the 90s when I was growing up so I didn't really have uh, a strong tie to them Um, Sesame Street again was great but so Fraggle Rock's actually a Canadian British American TV show Canadian British American TV show well it was it was I mean uh, co-produced by British television company the Canadian British television company and U.S. HBO. Huh. So, I mean, I think I think one of the key things here, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, is that the Muppets is really more for adults. Like it, it, it sways a little bit more adulty than for you know kids, and so especially when we were 
all of this stuff was out there in the ethos and and we were kids so yeah sesame street is gonna be way more on you know point for us than yes anything else so i mean if fraggle rocks on hbo yeah it's probably not necessarily a kid like directly kids show so weird that it maybe at one time it was on hbo are you telling me that there was it was i'm just doing brief research yeah, sure, right now sure. but it was co-produced by hbo in the u.s interesting so yeah. whatever but, that means you know i get i mean they, you're right though I, I i think the all of these are you know maybe a sesame street slightly aside but i think the muppets and fraggle rock trended a little bit more older um in terms of you know adults could get a really good laugh out of it um but yeah yeah so i mean i i watch sesame street all the time okay it was it was one of the regulars when i was growing up not that we i mean this is this is a good example you know we were talking about are they are they muppets i think we when we agreed upon that but when we talked about favorite muppets like it didn't even cross your mind to say Elmo or I don't know. I, I would assume that that, that wouldn't come up because we didn't think that they were yeah. considered Muppets. Yeah. So I think that's a good indicator that, you know, these other ones, I don't consider Muppets. Um, you know, well, and I also think identities. that the, the characters in the Muppets are better characters than on Sesame street. Well, that's a bold statement. I'm going to put it out there right now. I, I mean, think there's some great characters. I think Sesame there are Street some too. great characters, but I think I think the characters that we have listed, like the Kermits and yeah, and any they're, they're better characters than I think they're deeper. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like there's there's more to them as characters. They're more humanistic in a lot of ways than a Sesame Street, which is a personality that you know. Well, and you're just driving it towards kids, so yeah, the backstory and the right. development behind them is not needed. Little. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, uh, the the movie itself has very slapstick comedy. Yeah. And so the fact that Listener X s- chides me over my slapstick <laughs> oh, comedy and my oh. love for slapstick comedy, it, it just doesn't compute. No, there, there's nothing wrong. Here's the thing. There, he wasn't necessarily chastising you. For loving slapstick comedy, there's a place, and there like I enjoy f- slapstick comedies, but what he was saying is that he thought that you would be more thought, you're more thoughtful. You can let the joke kind of sink in and no. then get the laugh. No, um, but he obviously was wrong, and you need the, the slapstick, and slapstick, that's it. Slapstick. Yep, and, I, I laughed. I laughed more times in that movie than I did during the first three seasons of The Office. You're a terrible person. You take that back, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like a great movie. It's it's a good movie. It's not a but great that's because it's comedy it's movie. Easy slapstick is e- that's literally why it's slapstick. It's just easy comedy. You just hit him with a hard punch, and but and it it lands oh every time. Gosh. Lands every time. Well, yeah, that's I don't know what to even say to that other than the fact that. You're crazy, and we need to talk delusional thinking. You really are crazy. So, Brian, would you prefer to turn into a Lego version of yourself or a Muppet version of yourself? Okay, so 
am, if I'm a Muppet, am I being controlled by someone? Uh, no. I would say it is the appearance as if you are like in the Muppet movie. You know, it doesn't. It's like a fan perceives you that way, and you are actually that way. Yeah. So you're you're Kermit the Frog running around, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, if I was Kermit the Frog, I would say no, because well, you're not Kermit the Frog. You're a version of yourself. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like in terms of build, like am I built like I am? I d- I don't know. How would you build yourself as a Muppet? Well. Like Kermit's got skinny legs. Like I don't want to have skinny legs. You don't have to have skinny legs. Okay. If, it's, if it's a version of you, you have normal size legs. Okay. Or super buff legs. I don't know what your legs are like, right? Uh. Well, I'm gonna have to go. I, mean, I would say that there is probably something exaggerated about like if you're a Muppet, your your personality is probably exaggerated yeah. in some way, or some you know I don't know if your legs are big, then you're super big. I don't I don't know whatever. Uh. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I thought I'd, I would have decided in the 50 minutes that we've been talking, <laughs> but uh, Indeed you I, have, I have not. And so I think just from a gut reaction, I'm going to go with Legos. Okay, you got to tell me why. Because I feel like I'm sturdier. Sure. I'm more well-built. You're built, Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I can withstand a lot more than I could if I was a Muppet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have. Yeah, I just like it's a little soft. Like Muppets are just soft. They and, are. You are. And, you know, they may have a little bit more personality. Um, Although, if you've watched the Lego movies, they the Lego characters can have, you know, you can have personality. Yeah. But yes, they're. Lego characters are less known for their personality. Right. Um, yeah. So, so I I just want to have. I feel I feel like I would be more comfortable and safer. Okay. If I was a Lego. Okay. So uh, two curveballs. The Lego version of yourself is the size of a Lego person. Does okay. that change your opinion? Is everything? Or else? was you were you thinking of it differently? I mean, I was thinking that. So, was... like you, the, the other, th- the other thing is. So I didn't it, clarify this. You are living in a normal world, but I'm a, you I'm are the size of a Lego. In this so scenario, like, like yep, you're a Lego person, like a few inches tall. But you can talk. You can, you know, you're a person, but you're just a Lego built, built of Lego. No, well, okay, so am I built of Lego or I am a Lego person? Because, like, if I'm built of as a Lego, like... No, you're a Lego th- person. You're not built of Lego. Okay, because I was going to say, uh, Legos can be very tall. Like, you can build Legos True. to become a very big person. Yes. A normal-sized person. So if I'm a Muppet, am I a normal-sized person? No. You're the size of a normal Muppet, which is, like, yeah, two but, to four feet. But um, well, there's I guess some big there ones. There are big ones. All right, fine. We'll we'll mix it up. We'll say you are a full size. We spent like four minutes. I just it's clarifying. necessary. It's necessary for this debate. You are a full size Muppet or a full sized uh, Lego person. Okay, so going back to so I guess what you were originally yeah thinking. yeah okay. so so I'm Lego. I'm a Lego. So you're a Lego. Yeah. Um, I am a Muppet, and why? 
I think that the you say that a, a Muppet is soft, and you are not wrong, but you can break very easily as a Lego person. In fact, your head will probably pop off very quickly. Yeah, but I can put it back on. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I don't know what that feels like, and that creeps me out a little bit. Like you lose your head. I don't. I don't know. Is that going to hurt when you fall but, apart? Like I mean, aren't you gonna? You're gonna lose stuffing or whatever, and just be. How often? Like I no no. I don't think that's going to happen that often. I if you're a Lego person, there is a stronger chance that you will break than I will lose fluff. Does that happen in the Lego movies? I... See, because you can't compare. Like you can't compare. The Muppets in the in the movies and the shows because nothing ever happens to them that's wrong or bad, and compare them to Legos which you have in your life. If you're gonna compare, if you're gonna say, "Oh, your head pops off," then you also have to compare it to like if a if you had like a stuffed animal or a Muppet, yeah, that you were living with and you took care of, and the stuffing would come out. The your dog may come over and that that's troublesome. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't seen enough Lego movies to know what it is like to be a Lego. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I've seen I've seen little bits of it. I just I, I don't know. I I think part of it too is that Muppets are just a little bit more lovable, and I, like a you Lego. You want to be lovable? I, partly, sure. I, okay. I, okay. I maybe that's a part of the driver. Maybe it's because people have called me Kermit. I don't know, but I something tells me that it uh, I it better fits my personality. It allows me to have a personality too. I think there's less personality to a a Lego person. Yeah. Although I think Chris Pratt was a Lego person. He was. Yeah. And I'm sure some other people too. Yeah. Um, Who would voice you? Oh. If I was a Muppet? Yeah. Oh, good question. I don't know. I haven't found a a similar voice to me that's a celebrity. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be similar. Oh, do I get to choose then? Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, probably I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hank Azaria. Actually, no. I take that back. This is a very niche thing, but and you won't get it, but Stephen Pacey. Who's that? So he's he does a lot of the audiobooks that I listen to mm. and he can he's one narrator that is doing like a hundred different characters and he's so good at it. So I'm gonna go Stephen Pacey, uh if you're interested. Yeah, he reads the first law series, which I'm really into, it's a fantasy series. Anyway, uh he would probably be able to mimic my voice perfectly or make it better. Uh <laughs> is most likely. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a, a voice? In mind? Uh, I don't. You uh, have a very deep voice. Yeah. Deep voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I think it would be cool if it was like a famous announcer, like uh, okay. uh, Chris Berman, Keith. Uh, um, no, Keith uh, Jackson. Keith Jackson. 
Yeah, granddaddy of them all guy. Rose Bowl. Okay. I think that'd be cool. I'll have to listen to it afterwards to see how it compares. Oh, they're not compare <laughs> at all. You just want his voice? Yeah. Is it, oh, okay. I get a pick. All right. I don't. Fair. I, it doesn't need to be a like me. It's interesting. Nobody would know that what I talked about or talked like earlier. So sure. Yeah. It's okay. like you could have said Morgan Freeman. I could have, but I've chosen any <laughs> voice I want because Stephen Pacey can be anyone. It's true. Read a book. Listen to a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Don't tell people to read a book because you don't even read the books. It's the same thing, Brian. No, it is thing. not. That is completely different. We digress. Yes, uh, we, As we digress. usually do. Yeah. Well, um, thank you, thank you, thank you all for tuning in to the Quest for One Hundred. Uh, this this has been fun for us. Um, don't forget to subscribe. On Apple and Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, everywhere you can get us. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just search for The Quest for 100. You'll find us. We're get, we're growing. We're, we'll, we'll be there. Yeah, slowly we'll get to 100 sometime. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's what, what matters. That is exactly Questing what Questing for 100. Mm-hmm. All right, well, until next time on The Quest for 100. Mm-hmm.